Skip Bayless here. I want to tell you about my podcast, The Skip Bayless Show. On this show, my show, I go deeper than I ever have, taking you behind the scenes of some of the biggest moments in sports, behind the headlines, even peeling back the curtain on my own personal life. I like to call it the un-undisputed. Instead of debating my partner, Shannon Sharp, I'll tell you stories you've never heard before and let you in on what makes me, me. Make sure you listen to The Skip Bayless Show on your favorite podcast app. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. To the family here on Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Purple Mafia is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, PodMN, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist, and probably some others out there. It is a great pleasure to be joining you once again today. Thank you very much for having me on board, as this will be the annual Tying Up Loose Ends episode for 2021. Well, you'll notice there'll be a few less sound bites as of right now. Uh, I'm actually on a new laptop. I had to replace the other one at the end of June. Basically, it just kind of started freezing up, stopped functioning while I was recording State of the Wild, if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, State of the Wild. I wanted to keep moving on that show. And the gosh darn thing just kind of blew up on me. Uh, so a lot of files are still on the computer. As to did I ever get them back, I have no idea. Um, I got the new laptop pretty much right away that night. I was just like, nope, we're not going to mess around with that. Uh, and, of course, I had my usual hiatus from Purple Mafia during the summer. I apologize. I like to be on more often. It's just I'm exhausted. I'm beat. Working hard, and i got to do those uh, State of the Timberwolves, State of the Wild projects and the free agency shows. The Timberwolves Explosion free agency show still hasn't happened yet because the Timberwolves haven't done anything. So <laughs> that's just how that goes. And then we have this annual State of the, or excuse me, the Tying Up Loose Ends episode where we get kind of caught up for things transactions, news, all kinds of BS. Of course, there's always stuff you could talk about with the Vikings year-round, but I am not Purple Daily. I hope I haven't lost too many listeners to that show, but don't be surprised if I have. It just seems like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's like I say, I was this nice, beautiful little plant, flower, whatever the heck you call it, and all these big weeds and trees and all this sprouted up around me, and it's a little bit harder to reach the sun these days. So it is what it is. Big weeds and plants and all these other flowers popped up. And it's like, hey, I'm still here, guys. I've been here for 13, 14 years now. 13, 14, copyright Dan Cole. But no, I've been here for, yeah, about 13, 14 years. Still here, but, well, I don't know. Is the original the best? Some of you may think so. Some of you don't give a crap. A lot of people have come and gone over the years. So it is what it is. You'll notice again, different, probably the sounds are going to be a little bit different, obviously, but a wonderful new laptop. It's not the most expensive laptop in the world. It's a very solid one. 
that really yeah, is it's just well it's got the solid state drive which is a huge difference from the old style that I had that's why the other one was such a good deal because that was the one of the few laptops remaining that had the old crappy style hard drive and that's why it blew up basically yeah so uh, much better I got the uh, I have a Lenovo that's what it's called I almost forgot the name it's technically uh, what it is Sony I believe so uh, great no IBM sorry me sorry <laughs> it's like a, it's a better version of the IBM ThinkPad without that weird little dot Let's get to Minnesota Vikings conversation. This and that. Of course, you're going to hear nonstop about the frickin' vaccine and this and that. And of course, I'll get new sound bites over the course of time. I probably should have downloaded the, uh, I should have uh, created one for uh, Mike Zimmer, basically. But basically, what he said was the one sound bite, the only sound that I liked from what he said the last week or so is, I'm done talking about vaccines. We're going to go on with something else. Let's move on. Fire away. That's the only sound bite I liked what he said all week. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? I uh, just, yeah. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. That's all people talk about. That's all people care about. Uh, let's talk about the Vikings instead, okay? That would be great. Um, seriously. But again, of course, I have to mention something, I guess, here and there. Because, yes, they were, you know, Kellen Mond got it. And then there was the news story that said he was already vaccinated. And then they, of course, magically come out with that he wasn't. So, hmm, who do I believe? I would believe that he was vaccinated and that he still got it. I think so, because you know how the media is out there. You might not agree with me. Some of you are probably on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, and probably most of you are, but most of you are. Some, some of you are not. I don't know. Uh, it's funny how they changed the story there. That's just how I see that. I know this isn't the Freedom of Thought podcast. That's another one I do. That's I've been very, very... Talk, talk about hiatus. It's, it's been even longer than this show. Um, it is what it is there, too, but... Um, there is just, there's a lot of deception out there. I don't know who to believe anymore, honestly, when it comes to all that. Whatever it is, Kellen Mond got the vac, uh, got the vaccine. Yeah, Kellen Mond got COVID, came down with COVID-19. And then Kirk Cousins and <clears throat> Nate Stanley uh, pretty much do not have it, uh, the, va- the vaccine. So, oh, they have to be, susp- uh, you know, quarantined for five days, basically. No football activities, can't be around anybody, and blah, blah, blah. And that could cost us games, and it's the end of the world, and and all that good stuff because this and that. And the Kirk Cousins came back. Well, the quarterback room was too small. Yes, that is kind of a Kirk Cousins type of an answer. But, hey, hey, you guys want to talk about social distancing, then social distance for Pete's sake. So, you know, you hypocrites, right? So that's my entertaining way of looking at it, I guess, if it sounds somewhat entertaining. I, I, I don't know. It's It drives me nuts. I'm sick of hearing about vaccines. I mean, Dan Barrero, for crying out loud, that's all he talks about. It's not... Bumper to bumper with Barrero. There was basket. Somebody made a complaint because, what was it, like the NBA draft, right? The NBA draft was coming up, and there was some other stories going on with the NBA, mostly the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA title. I mean, hello, Milwaukee Bucks are kind of close to Minnesota, kind of close, and we actually don't hate the Bucks as much as we hate the Packers. At least I would say most of us don't. They won the NBA title, and somebody complained, what is this basket to basket with Barrero? No, it's vaccine to vaccine with Barrero, or it's needle to arm with Barrero. That's what it is. That's all he talks about. Thank you, PA Paul Allen, who I've criticized many times in this show because he has too many bullshit uh, burnt out. What do they call it? Segment kills, segment killing, where he talks about nothing for 15 minutes, and then and then he has a serious segment after that. Somewhat, yeah, I hate that, but I'd rather listen to that than vaccine to vaccine. If you if you want my honest opinion, it's too much. It's too much. You can have the vaccine. You can agree with it. 
that's fine. I'm not going to cut you down. It's your decision, and it's my decision one way or another. If I had it or not, that's my decision. Uh, same with Kirk Cousins, Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith, Patrick Peter. You get the idea. If they get it, they get it, and we're happy for them. As Dan Barrero used to say in the old days, we're happy for you. Those are my thoughts on that situation. Kirk Cousins, obviously, is the starting quarterback. Kirk Cousins is healthy. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kellen Mond is still, unfortunately, uh, not available, obviously. <clears throat> He's uh, still recovering from COVID-19. <sighs> yeah, COVID-19 and vaccine. There we go again. Isn't that, isn't that exciting? Um, let's talk about some other stuff. We'll probably bounce back to it again. Again, we left off from the ode to Jerry Burns in the mill bag. Um, part of me is going back and forth if I should have just a, a segment or kind of merge it together into one big show. But the Vikings signed uh, Bashad Breeland pretty much right after the most recent episode, way back on June the 4th. A one-year contract for, I do have the stuff in front of me, there he is, Bash, Bashad Breeland. Yep, only $2.7 cap hit this year. And then he's an unrestricted free agent. Brian O'Neill, same salary basically, unrestricted free agent. So Brian O'Neill's up for a contract extension very soon. Uh, Justin Jefferson injured his shoulder on Friday. Went down very hard, kind of like when guys go down hard to the ground in the play, you know, when the ball's caught or the ball's not caught or whatever the heck it is, and it's just, you know, the old sandwich. Uh, they say it's a sprained PC joint. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, and it could be two to four weeks type of thing, which hopefully means no no missing uh, regular season games. So count your lucky stars there because shoulder injuries can lead to six months and beyond at times. So, oh. Boy, count your lucky stars there. Obviously, okay, but we might not have our quarterback this year. We might not have our quarterback this year, though, because you know it's gonna, you know how things can happen. You know, we all know that. Well, I mean, okay, um, I know it, it, it's, yeah. Everybody's the worst teammate ever, unless you they agree with your opinion on something. Uh, you know, I know. There, I go back to that again. You don't have to. You know, we don't have to agree. It's okay. It's okay. Um, if you turn me off, you turn me off. Maybe that's maybe that's what's happening. Maybe it's not just the wheeze. Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, as uh, maybe I'm as uh, tone deaf as Kirk Cousins. You know, you, I'm I'm too too this way and you're too that way. And uh, bye bye. You know, bye bye. You you kick me out of your life. And I guess that's how that goes. Uh, Michael Pierce is healthy. That should be a big help. Obviously, the Vikings defense should be so much better. I mean, look at the defensive tackles. Um, looks like Tomlinson and Pierce will be okay. Uh, obviously, Pierce had a bit of a scare for a little bit, but I, I guess he's going to be okay. And he's a Adonis of a man. He's just a big son of a gun. And Delvin Tomlinson's a three technique, legitimate. He's he's a defensive tackle. He is kind of like a nose tackle type, but he's got more three technique to him. So that's what role he's going to play. <laughs> Basically, Michael Pierce is the flat out nose tackle, fat Pat, you know, Patrick Williams type of guy. Uh, Adam Thielen, he's another one that, yeah, Adam Thielen and. Harrison Smith are the other bigger names that don't want to get the vaccine, and, you know, hey, it's their choice. Uh, Christian Derrissaw, the offensive line, that's the biggest problem right now uh, at the moment. I don't know if I even mentioned Sheldon Richardson has joined the Vikings as well. I'll get back to the offensive line in a second. We'll stick with defensive line for the moment. Sheldon Richardson was signed $2.3 million. He's basically a reserve defensive tackle, nose tackle. Welcome back, Sheldon Richardson. I mean, it is a... It's like last year, we had literally nothing at defensive tackle and defensive end. It was horse bleep. There was no pass rush. There was no run stopping. It was a turnstile for run stopping. Six touchdowns given up by... Uh, against one running back called frickin' 
I don't even want to remember. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, screw him and the freaking Saints. We're happy for you. Go ahead and dance all over us, but you still got, you know, you still didn't go anywhere in the playoffs. So, nan, nan, boo boo to you guys. <laughs> yeah, they still lost. Um, and I got into it with a Saints fan much earlier in the season after they blew the uh, Buccaneers out. They blew them out. And I said, you guys aren't winning anything. Well, who won that argument? <laughs> it's an old story, but who won it? You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sheldon Richardson, nice, nice addition. Again, defensive line's a hell of a lot better. And the good news is also that uh, Mr. Daniel Hunter looks great. He looks absolutely spectacular. Uh, his contract was restructured and all that. Uh, he was, he'll be heading into free agency sooner, which is unfortunate. He'll be up for a new contract extension very soon. We'll probably be talking about it sometime next year, of course. Uh, $26 million cap it next year, though. So he gets a ton of money earlier. And then, uh, yeah, 13-3 this year, 13-3-7, basically, in terms of the millions. And then 26-1 um, next season. That's the cap hit and all that. And then, obviously, it's a bigger money, front-loaded type of situation. And then he can uh, negotiate an extension after that to bring things higher. So that's kind of how we rewarded him, in a sense. He shortened it, bring it higher. Same Similar situation with uh, Anthony Barr. He'll be a free agent at the end of the season as things were restructured. He's actually only making $6 million this year, again, to bring the cap way, way, way down uh, so he could sign all these other defensive players like Patrick Peterson for eight mil, you know, and that this and that. Harrison Smith, he's a free agent. And if they're as anal about the vaccine as they are, well, I guess Harrison Smith's gone. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, Adam Thielen's here for quite a while yet. After at least 2024, becomes a free agent in 2025. C.J. Ham, wow, he's in for a while. I remember that. Um, but lots of free agents pending because, you know, that's just how it goes. Lots of guys were signed for just one year like Xavier Woods, only 1.7. He's, he's a starting safety. Irv Smith is going to be up for a pretty nice extension uh, next season. Uh, unrestricted free agent after two years. But, you know, the extension talk's coming soon. He's going to have an awesome year. Everybody's talking. Boy, are they talking big about Irv Smith. And... Wow, it, it's exciting. It's exciting, and it's exciting to be a Viking fan when you think about Irv Smith. He's going to have a great career. You can just feel it coming. Uh, good news is also about uh, the young new uh, rookie running back also out of Iowa. Talk is that he has a legitimate shot to being the number two to being the number two running back for the Minnesota Vikings behind us. Uh, behind uh, Delvin Cook, that I might not. I mean, he just might uh, knock. Alexander Madison down. Madison did not have a very good season last year, to be quite fair. Uh, Delvin Cook, you just saw the difference. Where Madison had a fantastic rookie year. Amir Abdullah is what he is. He's the third running back, like it or not. But that Kenny Nguangnu, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yeah, they are really talking good about him. Obviously, he's got some special teams ability, but his versatility and his overall talent could bring him all the way up to number two. Pretty exciting, pretty exciting. Obviously, Alexander Madison is versatile as well, but not as athletic as Kenny Wang Wu, <laughs> out of Iowa. Uh, got, a, got a running back and a wide receiver out of Iowa this past year. B.C. Johnson out for the year with an A-C-L. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's a freaking shame. It, it really is, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, B.C. This was a legitimate shot for him, and I'm hoping for the best, really. You know, I'm not just saying that. I'm hoping for the best for him. He looked, he looked really solid. He had a really nice rookie year. Nice late-round pick by uh, Mr. I keep calling everybody Mr. I'm, I'm just losing it with that. <laughs> by Mr. Uh, Rick Spielman. 
But, yeah, last year a bit quieter, but that's what happens when you have Justin Jefferson taking off, of course. He was just so spectacular. D.D. Westbrook was inked also just recently to be our third running back, wide receiver part. I mean, he's questionable at the moment. He's coming off an ACL. He missed the whole year last year. Uh, Amir Smith-Marset, that's the Iowa guy. And K.J. Osborne also an outstanding. Uh, people are really excited about him for uh, special teams. There isn't a soul that isn't excited about that, and there isn't a soul that would tell you our special teams didn't need help. I mean, last year it was literally nothing. It's just, at best, maybe you'll get a fair catch out of something, if not some other kind of crap. Uh, special teams was so horse bleep last year, it wasn't even funny. We couldn't make a kick. Uh, the punting was good. Thank you, Britton Colquitt. That's why he's back. The punting was good, but other uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? You know, uh, offensive line, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how's the play? I mean, guess who your starting left guard is still at this moment until until things change? Dakota Dozier, isn't that exciting? Dakota Dozier's your starting left guard. Dakota Turnstile Double D Dump D Dozier is your starting left guard. Yeah, Christian Derrissaw's practiced about five minutes so far with the Vikings. I know I'm exaggerating, but that's about as far as it's been so far with him, going all the way back into the mini camps and such after the the draft and all that cute stuff and into training camp. He has been banged up. He's not been good. <sighs> and then there's somebody named Wyatt Smith. Oh, excuse me, Wyatt Davis. What am I talking about? He's considered a third stringer at the moment uh, for right guard behind Ezra Cleveland and Kyle Hinton, like Chris Hinton's son, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Things are good. All is right with the world, eh? Oh, boy. Why, Davis, please, please come back. And uh, I don't know. This is really concerning. Banged up, uh, frustrating. Guys are hurt. This and that. Guys are either hurt or they're not playing well. Drew Samia's been playing some guard, obviously, and he looks like Drew Samia. He wasn't good either. Dakota Dozier is like the worst. He, he was the worst ranked guard in the National Football League last year. The worst, according to uh, Pro Football Talk. The worst. Worst. The worst of the worst of the worst. So, the offensive line sucks. Again, so far. So far. Barring some kind of a last-second miracle, and we get Christian Jaroslaw starting at left left uh, tackle. Maybe move Ezra over to left guard, or bring uh, Wyatt Davis over to left guard, and hope for the best. Hopefully things get better there, but uh, at the moment, that would be kind of tough to have two rookies on the left side. But even if they, uh, you know, boy, especially when you consider how little of a sample size they've even had with the team, a little bit of practicing and such. It looks really, really bleak right now, folks. Rashad Hills, Rashad Hill, who is a nice pass blocker, but not a good run blocker at all. But at least he's a decent pass blocker, which I think is kind of more important for your left tackle anyway. Rashad Hill is probably going to be your left tackle for now. And hope for the best with Christian Derisaw. Please, Christian. Please, Christian. We'll see. Hopefully he's going to be developing quickly, because if he doesn't, Ooh-wee, are we in trouble. We're in trouble. Um, Rashad Hill's okay, though. I am thrilled. Every time they re-sign Rashad Hill to a one-year contract or whatever, that's usually what it is, I'm usually like, good, thank you, thank you. Because talk about Band-Aids. That's a, that's a big one. Obviously, left tackle is as crucial a position as there is in the NFL besides quarterback. It's called QB quarterback. Um, but that left tackle position, I mean, your quarterback's worthless if you don't have a left tackle that can pass block completely useless. Uh, Riley Reef obviously was lost. We, we know that. Uh, go, go Bengals. Woohoo. Uh, guys from the Vikings like to go to the Bengals or the Seahawks, I think. That's kind of been a, that's kind of been a thing since the 90s, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> going back to Warren Moon and, and guys like that. Uh, uh, John Randall. 
But uh, Rashad Hill, I guess he's probably going to be your starting left tackle, probably. Though the ESPN depth chart shows Christian Darris as a starting left tackle, so I hope so. Uh, I'm doubtful. Drew Simi has considered a third-string left guard, even though he's more of a right guard, but I don't know. I hope Wyatt Davis can return. Uh, Ezra Cleveland, we'll see. I mean, there was a time he was going to be the left tackle, and he moved all the way over to right guard, and he was pretty solid. So, at the moment, the offensive line is a huge concern still. Uh, Garrett Bradbury's been disappointing. He is he a flat-out bust? Probably not, but he's close enough to being a bust. He he's a miss. He looks like a swing and a miss. He's disappointing. Uh, he's undersized for his position, and he's just not been all that great. He's been more disappointing than he's been good. Garrett Bradbury. Uh, whenever you actually go against the really legitimate, like, three-technique-type guys, he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. Uh, he's been forklifted, as they'd say. And then you have very little help next to him at the left guard position. Boy, oh boy, you're bleeped, as they might say in some of those naughty movies and naughty TV shows. You're bleeped. Or YouTube shows and stuff like that, like Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, Breland, yes, yep, he went to the Super Bowl. He won, the, he won it two years ago. And uh, did not win it last year, of course. Nice to have Breland on the roster, obviously. And we're thanking God to have Breland right now because, well, Jeff Gladney's gone. Jeff Gladney's been cut. <laughs> Jeff Gladney's been cut. <laughs> yep, remember all that frustrating, remember all that scary news back in the spring, the late winter, early spring? Yep, Jeff Gladney's been cut. I don't know what else you can say, because obviously he was indicted in Texas, so the indictment has been put in, and it was like the next day cut, or was it the same day, basically the next morning, Jeff Gladney officially cut, so that's a first-round pick that, uh, I, I, I guess we'll never know, uh, he looked promising as the year got better, he did seem a trifle injury-prone, um, Cameron Danster was all over the place, but when he was good, he was looked on as the better of the two, he actually looked at Cam Danster, Cameron Danster, whatever, looked as the better of the two, He's, he's all over the place, though, Cam Danster. When he's good, he's good. When he's not good, he's he's all over the place. He's, he's missing guys, and he's just, you know, he was frustrating at times last year, but when he's good, he's awesome. He was looked on as better. We're glad he was looked as kind of the solid glue type of uh, cornerback. And, and he's gone. That's great. And, of course, we did bring back uh, Mr. Alexander. I'm very happy about that. Uh, very thrilled to have Alexander back to help out in that uh, secondary quite needed. Mackenzie Alexander, of course. Um, right now, your right cornerback is Patrick Peterson. Your left cornerback is Cam Dancer, at least according to ESPN. Xavier Woods and uh, Xavier Woods is free safety. Harrison Smith, of course, strong safety. No surprise there. Chris Boyd's still around. He has some moments occasionally, and sometimes he doesn't. Harrison hands okay on occasion. He looks somewhat promising. Uh, Breland is questionable at the moment, but when he's good, he's good. Mackenzie Alexander brings depth. At the very least, he might end up getting significant time. We'll see. But he was disappointing with Cincy after being very good with the Vikings two years ago. I remember those corner blitzes. He was pretty solid at that. Uh, but obviously more to him than that. Obviously more of a run-stuffing type of guy at times as well. Um, or just, just jamming the receiver and kind of forcing them into a situation where they're not going to be able to make the catch. I mean, you jammed the receiver real good, and then what What are they going to do? The route's bleeped. It's over. It's too late. The quarterback throws the ball, and the ball's over the guy's head, and fourth down or whatever the heck. Hopefully it's fourth down. But uh, third down's good, too, I guess, as long as you can stop people. It's the object of the game. At the end of the day, Mason Cole, obviously, again, is as I'm bouncing everywhere. I apologize. Uh, one of those guards who was going to, he's going to, he could help out at center or at left guard. 
for the Vikings. He was brought in in the offseason, as we remember. It kind of is what it is with the offensive line. It kind of is what it is with the uh, defense, uh, the, the the cornerbacks and such. The, the cornerbacks, I think we have depth, and that's why the Vikings signed uh, uh, Breland and Mackenzie Alexander. They knew Gladney was gone. They knew it was coming, or at least the possibility at very least. And if not, boy, oh, boy, are we deep. We're ready to rock and roll. Unfortunately, you might have to say goodbye to some uh, other young player like uh, Harrison Hand or something. But, well, congratulations, Hand. He'll be giving us a hand this season unless he has a terrible training camp in preseason. But we're not really hearing that necessarily. Uh, Jalen Twyman, yep, he was shot four times. This was back in late June. I mean, I wish it was still late June. I can't believe it's August already. Yes, this is a football fan saying he wishes it was June still instead of August. Yes, because I like, you know, I like early summer better than late summer. It's just nicer out. <laughs> That's all. Um, and life goes by too fast. Jalen Twyman was shot four times in Washington, D.C. Can you imagine that? It's absolutely okay, uh, absolutely crazy, but he was going to be okay, thankfully, and expect a full recovery. We'll see what happens with him <laughs> at the end of the day. Jalen Twyman uh, was a very nice, uh, very, very impressive three technique in college. I mean, really impressive. He was the guy that I was really excited about, actually. If you listen back to the draft review episode, I was thrilled about Jalen Toyman. Because, I mean, his numbers were like little sample sizes. Like, holy crap. Kind of, you know, it, it was exciting. Kind of like the Troy Guy in a little bit. Remember how much I, how excited I got about him? Um, at the moment. Yep, I mean, he's not even on the chart right now. Yeah, because of that situation. And, and I, I understand that. Yep, you don't even see him there. So, obviously, a very serious situation there for the poor guy. Um, uh, so, so at the end of the day, looking at some other stories and stories and conversation, this and that, the kicking con uh, kicking competition kind of is what it is. We'll see what happens. Sean Mannion wound up with the Seattle Seahawks. He was finally signed on August the 1st. August the 1st free agent signing. Going to the Seattle Seahawks, Todd Davis signed with the Giants. Davion Davis signed with Cleveland. But we don't really know him that well. Holton Hill. Holton Hill, the former cornerback. He was not really exciting, was he? I uh, ended up signing with the Indianapolis Colts on my birthday. Aw, July 29th. And Twyman. Yep, he's on the uh, reserve. So, yeah, he's out for the season with gunshot wounds. Gunshot wounds. That's what I thought. Yep. So, he was officially put on the injured reserve just like um, um, Mr. <laughs> uh, B.C. Johnson, of course, of the ACL. So, uh, so, so depressing. Uh, Brett Jones, who barely ever got to play for us, signed with the Denver Broncos. What the hell? Yeah. Yep, they kind of, they had to send him through uh, Twineman. So, yep, crazy. Crazy. I was very excited about him. I hope things are going to be okay there. Like I said, C.D. Westbrook and all that signed for a one-year contract from Jacksonville, Florida. Case Cookus came in to help out during the, uh, yep, he was with the Broncos for, for a cup of coffee, uh, came in, and so did Danny Etling. He was acquired from Seattle. I believe he's still on the roster. Yeah, Danny Etling is still on the roster because, oh, you know, Kellen Mond, we got to have somebody out there to help out. Kirk Cousins and Nate Stanley reinstated, and, of course, Kellen Mond not. Case Cookus, not Case Keenan, but Case Cookus was, was cut couple days ago, unfortunately. So, of course, again, he was just here to kind of replace those guys, Stanley and Kirk. Yeah, he got paid a couple bucks. Uh, yeah, I, I would hate to be one of those journeyman guys, even though it's 
kind of fun in a way. There's still a frustrating side to it. I mean, I, I can only imagine you have to travel all over the place and, you know, hope to get a job and then you don't get the job and you get the job and you don't get the job. And, ah, uh, that would get old really quick, I think, in a lot of ways. But as long as you make money, I guess. Oh, and yes, Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback of the Packers. We'll talk about that in the uh, season preview because, uh, you know, it makes the division. It's not it's not necessarily ours for the taking of if he's back. <laughs> That's obvious. Uh, Viking age. We'll come back to that in a moment. Oh, yeah, Rick Dennison ends up not being the... Uh, Rick Dennison is basically going to be a consultant now. He's not going to be the uh, offensive line coach. That's great, of course, because of this whole vaccine thing. He refused that. I know, I know, I know. D.D. Westbrook, of course, signed. And, yeah, the Vikings released Gladney. So, we'll probably jump into fan interaction here in a minute. I'm not sure if there's any call-ins, but I'll check and make sure before I actually do that segment. Just want to be sure. I don't want to be rude and, like, cut somebody off that maybe called in a little while ago. This and that. I don't like to do that. I, I think it's sad to, to miss out on somebody that took the time to call in and, you know, to call into your show and give you the time of day and, and all that. I mean, I always deeply, deeply appreciated Gerald, Mark Carlson, you know, Gerald String, Mark Carlson, guys like that that have called in. Malcolm, who hasn't called in in a long time. I, I miss him. I miss those calls, Malcolm, if you happen to be listening. Malcolm McSween out of the southern part of California. Uh, hope, hope to hear from you again. Uh, great, great guy out of there. Obviously, again, Iowa. Iowa's so awesome. Nebraska. I love you guys. Minnesota, too. Dang it. Where are you, Minnesotans? What happened to you, Sebastian Barton? Yep, he started up, uh, what is it, uh, God, Sex, and Sin podcast. God, he started that two years ago and then brought it back again. Outstanding. Outstanding stuff. Kind of kind of similar to Freedom of Thought, but obviously, you know, it's, it, well, let's just say I don't throw in the S-E-X word very much in my show. So that's probably the major difference. <laughs> I don't talk about that topic as much. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Sebastian Bard, in case you're listening and all that. Yeah, do check out that show if you'd like. Pretty cool. And check out Freedom of Thought if you don't hate me too much for maybe, you know. Yeah, it is what it is there. <laughs> so with that, we'll take a quick break and come back for Fan Interaction. back here on Purple Mafia segment number two fan interaction so it's just a two segment show it'll kind of be this way well at least for this one I believe the next show well the next show may or may not be the season preview and if it is that'll probably be a three segment show at least I think so yeah like Vikings preview NFL predictions and then uh, fan interaction and then when we get into regular season talk it will be three segments like it always is the game review the preview and then looking at the NFL roundup type of thing without babbling too much, hopefully. I, I just love that segment. I have so much fun on that second segment. It's awesome. Uh, and then after that, something like, um, yeah, it'd be fan interaction, this and that. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it, even though it's hard to get things going this time of year for me at times. But once it's regular season, it's go time, baby. And I do enjoy those very much, those Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings. God, doing the game review and then ultimately wrapping things up into the night with the uh, fan interaction. That's so much fun. 
Uh, and of course, cooler weather, hopefully. The only thing I don't like is less sunshine. That sucks. Uh, less daylight, per se. Harder to get up in the morning and stuff like that. Lower energy level. This and that. <clears throat> so we'll see if any news breaks. This and that. I don't just, I, I, I just don't do the preseason games anymore. Uh, I'll watch them, but I'm not going to review them like I used to. Maybe if I just feel this inkling or, of course, some type of other news breaks, but I'm not seeing the Vikings signing uh, or like cutting Kirk Cousins tomorrow or something. I don't see that happening, but I guess you never know in this world. Anything could happen, I suppose, in today's uh, crazy world. So I'll stop babbling about that. Hopefully out there, if you're listening and you don't follow the Twitter, please follow it. It's getting it's getting kind of weird. I don't know. The Twitter account's been weird. It's like... There's like a, some people they gradually unfollow because that's just how it goes. But then it's like, yeah, it's like, where are the followers? It's weird. I don't know if I'm being shadow banned or something or what the heck's going on out there. So please do give it a follow. I don't mean to sound crazy and desperate. It's just getting a little bit weird right now for this account at Purple Mafia Show, at Purple Mafia Show. It is getting weird. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe the show is just too old and everybody's moved on. I don't know. Uh, thank you guys that don't think that though. Tanae Brown, Vince Germano. And Malcolm, they retweeted the most recent show way back in May. Ode to Jerry Burns and Mailbag, episode 344. This will be episode 345 then, of course. Tying up loose ends. Uh, Mad Barnes said, good news on June 15th. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Yep, the rework deal with Daniel Hunter, which is more front-loaded and shortened. So at least he's staying for now. And he, you know, it's kind of like, a, you know, as long as you're healthy and ready to go, we'll, we'll reward you. And the Vikings usually do that for guys that are franchise-level type players. They usually do reward their guys. Uh, they're not like the Twins that basically they trade people away, this and that. Uh, the Twins sign people sometimes, and sometimes they don't. And, of course, the current Twins management, I have no idea what their what their vision is. I have no idea. Madmarn out of Northern Scotland. Let's see if he's still following. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm just, you know, that's, uh, you never know these days, right? Because the way things have been. Have been. But Mad Martin, I don't question your friendship. I know he's a great guy. I'm mostly being sarcastic with how things have been. Uh, Sam Grupta liked the pro football talk thing. Oh, yeah, that was the same article there. He liked that. Yeah, thank you very much. And I got in a little weird argument with Brian Murphy. What a weird guy. He used to be somebody I kind of respected, like a decent writer, this and that. But I don't know. I don't know. Me and the local media aren't usually on the same page on a lot of things for many reasons. Let's just say he dropped, he, he wrote this on June 15th. I mean, you think of a professional writer. I don't know. Maybe this is why he's former because he was with the uh, Pioneer Press and it said former. So I'm not sure what he's doing now. He said, why the F? He wrote the whole word. Does he need to figure it out? He's talking about uh, Kirk Cousins back when he was saying he needed to figure things out about the vaccine. He said, hey, why the bleep does he need to figure it out? It's been six months. Either you say you're a selfish asshole who doesn't believe in science or get the shit or, or, or get the shots. Quit playing it both ways and waiting for the team to make you act like an adult. And I basically responded with, yikes, man, this is about as unprofessional as I've ever seen. Let people make their own decision before calling them selfish. And he, what, he said something that made it even less professional to a point of like, holy crap. Uh, I forget what he said. Did, maybe the tweets got deleted because it's, it's gone. Well, what the hell? Um, they seem to be gone. He probably deleted them because it was it was really inappropriate. He basically said, "Yeah, does it does does he taste good or something?" You know, like uh, while you're yeah while you're sucking on that, basically, dude. You know, 
are you professional or are you a complete like mental case? Like, why do you have to talk like that? A professional, professional writer talking back to somebody in that manner? Insanity. In, insanity. I would, yeah, I would have fired him on the spot if I was his boss, if I read that. I mean, that's bullcrap, man. Maybe I'm a little too hard. I don't know. That's too unprofessional for, for me. I'm sorry. At very least, I would have said, if it happens again, you're fired, basically. <laughs> okay, so if you don't want to fire someone on the spot, I'd consider it, though. Score North tweeted out, and Tanae Brown said, I'd have JJ at 10, maybe. I tweeted out the top 10 wide receivers via, exec via executives, coaches, scouts, and players per ESPN. Number one, Devontae Adams. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. That's pretty high, but he's pretty good. Number three, Stefan Diggs. What? Just kidding. Number four, Tyreek Hill. Okay, I guess. I don't like that guy, though. He's annoying. Uh, number five, Julio Jones. Now, let me tell you. Two, three years ago, I had a Julio Jones probably number one. He was awesome. But he's not. He's not top ten for me. He's he's He really dropped off. And we'll see how he does next year with Tennessee. Tennessee is not that great of a passing game. They're more of a run-first team, aren't they? Number six, Keenan Allen. Isn't he kind of a specialist kind of guy? Mike Evans, I guess. Number seven, Michael Thomas. Number eight, Thomas would have been higher not that long ago. DK Metcalf. I hate Seattle. And 10, A.J. Brown, I guess, whatever. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Tanae Brown says I'd have J.J. at 10, maybe. Uh, where, obviously, Score North and others are like, what the hell? Um, Score North said, the disrespect. Neither Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen were named top 10 wide receivers per ESPN. I don't know if Adam Thielen is right now. He certainly wasn't last year. He, he was in the conversation two years ago, no question. Justin Jefferson, probably about 10th, 10th, 9th, 8th. Um, it's so early. It is so early. But he really is something, isn't he? Um, I like, it was like, it took a couple games for me to say, better than Percy Harvin. All of you that liked, that liked Percy Harvin so much and worshipped him, he was too inconsistent for me. And it was like, it was, he was on this week, he's off the next. On, off, on, off, 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 on, on, off, off. And I hate the coach. And bleep this, bleep that. I hate you. I hate the quarterback. Hate the coach. Hate, hate, hate. Dislike, hate, dislike, uh, unfollow, uh, block. Okay, you get the idea. <laughs> I'm just messing around, obviously. Justin Jefferson did what receivers are supposed to do, catch the ball. And the the, the word called yak, yards after catch, were pretty impressive as well. Uh, he can catch, he can explode, he can do a little bit of everything, and he doesn't act like a, he doesn't act like a biatch either, which is really nice. Stefan Diggs was so freaking good, and I missed him. He's kind of a biatch, and he was also the kind of guy... He had a little bit of Byron Buxton in him until, like, the end there. When he finally stayed freaking healthy, he couldn't even get to 1,000 yards because he couldn't stay healthy enough to get there. That's what drove me nuts about Stephon Diggs. He was like Byron Buxton. He caught the ball, and he broke his hand. That's great. Uh, he, he pulled his hamstring. Uh, he ate too much. Uh, he didn't eat enough. Uh, uh, you get the idea. It was just stupid. <clears throat> or Justin Jefferson just went out there and played. And he just played, and he played really well. And that's it. <laughs> it was really impressive. So, uh, easy to like Justin Jefferson. And and we are fortunate here in town, as we pray to God that Kirill Kaprizov gets signed. Check out the Brave the Wild podcast when you get the time. Brave the Wild podcast when you get the time. Kirill Kaprizov, hopefully he gets signed, and things get a little better there. Uh we have a lot of franchise-esque players in Minnesota now that are just getting started, which is always really fun. Anthony Edwards, Minnesota Timberwolves. Check out the Timberwolves Explosion podcast. Yes, shameless plugs, I know. 
And of course, Justin Jefferson, Purple Mafia, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I think you're listening to that, but maybe you've already turned me off. Uh, that should do it for Twitter. It's mostly just a bunch of notifications. It, it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Um, it's unfortunate, but well, that's what happens when you're inactive. I, I wasn't really active on there lately, so that's how that goes, at Purple Mafia. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. So this one will kind of go with all the different news that I was posting, this and that, see if there was any comment on the, yes, there was, on episode 344, Mark Carlson out of Iowa says, oh, oh boy, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. My dad used to be a bit Burns-like during the game sometimes. Wow, I can't believe he passed. Yeah, and it's sad. Yep, it was very sad. That was back in May. Um, Yep, that was when I released that episode. Oh, to Jerry Burns, and yeah, the cursing and F-bombs and stuff. He was an entertaining guy even if he, if he meant it or not. Um, he, you know, it, it sucks that he passed away, but that's just how that goes. Obviously, he, he'd been sick for a while. So we'll try to edge up a bit here. He's a semi-distracted. I apologize. There's Bashad Breeland. That was, they made an offer. Of course, that one didn't work out right away, and eventually we did get him. Uh, the Vikings had traded away Hughes. That's earlier. Whoops. So my apologies there. Yep, and then we did agree to terms of Rashad Breland. There was a comment. Gerald Swing says, nice. He was very excited about that. Breland bringing juice and Super Bowl experience to Vikings locker room. No comments there. Just a nice article on the Vikings webpage there when they're talking about him. Brett McCarthy. <coughs> yep, this is the Vikings. Daniel Hunter agree to a rework deal. And that was on that uh, profootballtalk.com. No, I'm becoming less and less a fan of that guy, though, I, I, I am. Uh, his articles are fine, just, yeah. He, Some of the stuff he says gets on my nerves. I'll just leave it at that. But McCarthy says, anyone know to get the Viking game on road to cut the cord with cable? Yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Uh, and then Brett McCarthy was excited about that, getting him going. Dave Hickey said, huge part of the D and in a contract year, he needs to prove he's healthy. So he should be really motivated, and I hope so. He should be. He should be, without a doubt. As we continue to press forward, woo-hoo. Um, what was I saying here? What was this about Yates? Field Yates? Oh, yeah, the Vikings Shield and Richardson are making progress in the deal. Yep, that was pretty exciting. No comments there. Vikings reunite with Richardson. So there it was. A couple comments in this one. That's good. Got a few here. Is it showing them? It's not showing them. It's showing them. It's not showing them. Just show all the comments, please. Thank you very much. Gerald Swing says, I don't think Zimmer was too happy with our crappy defense last year. I think he's taking his defense rebuild seriously. I think so, too. <laughs> and there was a reply from Dave Hickey out of Iowa. Gerald Swing's out of Nebraska. Dave Hickey says, They better be a lot better this year because 500 or worse and Zimmer and his gang will be gone. I like him as a coach and really hope that he gets them a championship, but he's got things he needs to work on. His clock management skills are terrible, and when something isn't working, he waits too long before making adjustments, if he makes them at all, and play the guy with the most talent, even if he's a rookie. Yeah, I agree with all of that 100%. Dave, that was really good. My only thing is, I don't think Zimmer's going to change. I think he is what he is, and I don't think he's long for the Vikings. I don't. Um, and I don't think he should be, frankly. I respect Zimmer. I think he's done a great job. Maybe, maybe I'll be proven majorly wrong. Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we're the, we're gonna, maybe we're gonna be like the uh, 
2007 Giants this year. You never know. Maybe we'll finish with a mediocre, okay record, good enough to make the playoffs, and then shock the world. But I, I doubt it. That's kind of what things were going like with Tom Coughlin in New York. It looked like it's he's just he's just not going to change. He's stubborn, and the Giants are you know they're going to fire him at the end of the year probably. They're going to move on, and then he wins the Super Bowl. And he wins the Super Bowl again a couple of years later, and he was with the Giants for so long. Just a couple of years ago, he finally uh, stepped down for good. Um, pretty crazy. So maybe we'll, we'll find out where uh, Tom Coughlin ended up being a pretty historic member of the New York Giants lore. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? One thing that drives me crazy is it says four comments. So there's one. Oh, there, yeah, I only see three. Oh, there is one more. Okay. Mark Earl says, wow, I did not expect this. Marty again out of Iowa, Dave out of Iowa, Gerald Spring out of Nebraska. These are it's like these are absolute cream of the crop Hall of Fame members of Pro Mafia, let me tell you. And I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> Kermit Carlson says, wow, I did not expect this. It's starting to remind me of the scene in the film The Blues Brothers. Oh, that's cool. Where Jake and Elwood are driving around Chicago talking to old band members to put the band back together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you put the YouTube up there, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Dave Vicky says, love it. Veterans sprinkled in into some young talent is going to pay big dividends. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yep, and there was the Twineman, the Inge, the four gunshot wounds. No comments on that one. Whoops. So, uh, Viking, yep, the Viking Age. Are the Vikings a legitimate Super Bowl contender? This, I believe, was written by Ali Siddiqui. Yes, there he is, and he said, thanks for sharing. You're very welcome. He's a great guy. Uh, a couple more comments popping up. Eric Mostar, there he is. Good to hear from you. South Dakota. South Dakota, great to hear from you. He says, yes, until some crazy event happens, quarterback destroying his knees, Zimmer's eyes exploding, etc. That defines the rest of the season when we will be disappointed at some point in the playoffs. And unfortunately, maybe the quarterback with the oh, the, the COVID protocol thing, or, and I know, I'm, and I'm not somebody who's going to bash him about all that. It's the offensive line. No, again, it's the offensive line. That's the elephant in the room, the Achilles heel, this, the that, the that, the that, the da. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever going to get better. It feels really frustrating. Dave Fickey says, if everything goes right, I can definitely see it. Top five offense, top five to ten defense. Hell yes. Skull. It is a pretty complete team in that sense. So stay freaking healthy, guys, and all that good stuff. Great article. Thank you, Ali Siddiqui, by the way. Um, you have the Rick Dennison out as coach. I was saying, basically, I try not to be political on the show, but this is going too far in my opinion or my point of view. You can be on either side of this issue, but to force anything I think is wrong. That was, that was just the way I see it. I'm more of a, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, you're probably more libertarian, I think, is a little bit safer route to go. Not forcing people to do something. I mean, seriously. <sighs> Freedom of thought, though, if you really want a deeper opinion on the whole thing about the vaccine, I don't know, but I'll leave that alone. If you, yeah, because I, I talked about that in a few episodes. I'll probably do a new one one of these days. Um, I had a response from Leland out of Iowa. He was saying, as my job says, when you're on the production floor, safety equipment is a condition of employment. You don't like the conditions, you no longer have employment. Your decision, as was Rick's, he didn't like the conditions, and that's your right as an American. One thing I do know is this newly formed offensive line is going to need all the help it can get. Yeah, 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 yep. And I was saying I'm in the same boat on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's scary stuff. As we continue to move to the next thing here, 
Still shouldn't be too much longer, I'm guessing. Uh, yep, yeah, there it is. Told that free agent D.D. Westbrook is planning to sign a one-year deal with the Vikings. Yep, that was pretty exciting. Daryl uh, String was saying six to 700-yard type of player when healthy. Maybe we finally found a third wide receiver type. Really haven't had a uh, reliable third wide receiver since Jarius White, in my opinion. That I can remember. And I loved Jarius Wright. God, I love that guy. Absolutely loved Jarius Wright. There, Tanae Brown. Cool. Another topic here. You have sources, packs, concessions, Kareel and Rogers. <laughs> yep. Yep. And here he is. Uh, Tanae Brown was saying, glad to see him back playing. Was reading a lot about him retiring yesterday when the sports books took the Packers off their sights. Wow. As much as I hate the Packers, what a waste. And yep, Tenney Brown is out of New Zealand. He says, what a waste it would be for Rodgers to just walk away from the game. As for the Vikings, I'm still optimistic that we split the season series with the Packers and have a good chance of winning the NFC North, assuming we stay relatively healthy. The more I look into our draft and the way our team shapes up, the more worried I get about this team, though. Time will tell. Recording incoming with my preview of the season, mate. Okay, cool. Yep, so the preview of the season, so that should be incoming still uh, for the next episode. Yep, looking forward to that. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, yep, I'm going to respond to him really quick. I, I didn't even see this. I'm sorry, I didn't see this. <laughs> sorry, I didn't see this. I'm really looking forward forward to your recording. No business, we call that an audio submission. Yeah, I really want to hear that. Yep, today is really good, by the way. If you hadn't noticed, he's really good. Uh, a lot like how uh, Mr. Mr. Dave from Northern Scotland is. Uh, he is the bomb. Absolutely the best. You know, you guys do such a great job. Uh, Yep, and Jeff Gladney was released. Brad McCarthy said, sad he had a future. I, I agree with that. That should wrap up the fan interaction. <laughs> Apologize. A little distracted seeing things popping up and thinking, oh, yeah, what about that? What about this? What about that? But that's pretty much it. That should pretty much cover getting caught up with things a bit. Apologize. Maybe I'm a little out of sorts, this and that. Uh, obviously, just random news, things going on, this and that, and things I don't agree with, things I don't want to get too into detail and piss too many people off and lose all my listeners, this and that, lose all that's left. I know I wouldn't lose everybody, but I'll lose more. I don't want to lose more people. I'm getting tired of losing people, but it is what it is. We all have our opinions. We all have our beliefs. We don't have to agree. You know, we can still be friends. We can still listen to the shows. Think think about it. I listen to Mackie and Judd. I listen to Mackie and Judd every day, Purple Daily. Do I agree with their politics? No. But I still listen. So please, please be fair and treat me the same way if you don't agree with my politics, okay? We, we don't have to be enemies. We really don't. We don't have to be enemies or just disagree, as the good old song goes at the end of the day. With that said, please tell your friends about the show if you could. Please write a positive rating for the show. It'd be so greatly appreciated. Those of you that have done that in the past, I can't thank you enough. It's so, so appreciated on the uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast application. Stitcher, you're able to write one, and I believe Audible as well, able to write a review. Uh, I haven't seen anything lately, and if there is something, I apologize. I'll get to it on the next episode. Should be the season preview next, but we'll see. That shouldn't be that far off because the show's got to be done significantly before the season pre the season opener. So, I mean, you don't want to just unleash the season preview like a day before at least a week or two before that. We'll see what happens. Maybe some more news comes out. 
maybe something really good happens. I don't know. But at the end of the day, or I'll just have just this inkling to talk about something, something significant. Hopefully it's not bad news during the preseason, like a significant injury. I pray to God that doesn't happen. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, preseason is crazy. Hopefully everyone stays healthy. Hope all of you uh, stay healthy in the humidity. And uh, for those of you in the United States and those of you across the uh, the pond, that might be cooler in Australia, cooling off and it, uh, or it's, it's cooling off and starting to warm up a little bit in like New Zealand and Australia out there. Those of you and uh, they even Northern Scotland, of course, guys like that. Of course, Mad Martin is the name he goes by on Twitter, but you get the idea. <laughs> awesome, awesome guy. I always love him so very much. Dave Martin, Mad Martin, out of Northern Scotland. Okay, sorry, wrong, wrong semi-wrong accent, but not really. Uh, again, like I said, write the positive rating. would be greatly appreciated. If you want to do an audio submission, all you got to do pretty much with that is open up your smart device, look for the free voice recording application. Every device has them already, or you could download one. That would be great. Uh, basically, you just open it, press record, start talking, and then you basically go to the end, hit stop, save it, and then email it slash share it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. That will be in the show description, that email address for copy and paste, or click the link, whatever the heck you do there. Of course, the uh, Twitter account, the Facebook page will all be in the show description, along with the Vigit application, which I almost really forgot, and I apologize. I keep doing this over and over and over again. Uh, do join the Vigit application if you could. V-I-G-I-T is two separate words in the Android or Apple stores. Social media for sports bettors. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting League is a month-long betting competition to see who is the best sports better over the course of a month. Uh, Free-to-play play sports book. Bet free coins, win real prizes. Uh, betting stats. There's great information available on Vigit Lion Movement, where the public is betting, especially as we head into football season. We can get back into that again and have some fun. I should create some kind of competition for Purple Mafia listeners. I think we'd have a lot of fun with that. Uh, see who's the best better at the end of the day. We do not bet real money on the Vigit application. It is not real money. It is play money. It's more of a competition, kind of like fantasy football. You can turn it into, you can turn fantasy football into money, but then again, you know, you don't actually put money into like a, an application usually with that. But in Vigit, we don't either. It's, it's play money. You're basically competing against each other to see who has the highest score at the end of the day. And it's a lot of fun. And maybe, maybe you can use it as a tool to kind of test your skills at betting. If you want to become somebody who bets, but maybe I don't highly recommend gambling too much. But if you're good at it, you're good at it, I guess. It is what it is. <laughs> at the end of the day, the Vigit application, if you do join, when it asks for a referral, type in Paladino Live. All one word, Paladino Live. Again, that will be in the show description. Um, thank you again, and I want to thank Zumzar.com as well, as they give me the uh, free ability to convert your call-ins, your audio submissions into mb3 files zumzar.com really appreciate what they do with their free service i got to give them a free plug no question about that with that said wishing all of you again a good safe healthy couple weeks here as we head into the season preview a couple maybe two to three weeks from now we'll have that ready to rock and roll to talk about the, uh, the minnesota vikings and the green bay packers and the chiefs and the new england patriots and time bucks and god knows who else with that said take care and talk to you soon